Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Dioria. Tonight, we've got the B-Need one, Gerard Barrera as my co-host. Me? <laughs> yes, you. Oh, that's right. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Thank you for joining. Thank you for watching. Uh, hey, what's up, nerds? How's it going? What's up? <laughs> and then and then we've got, uh, we are missing the Theodorable one because he is uh, down with a migraine. So he is he is out out for this. And then Jason, of course, like we talked about, we'll be back a week from Tuesday night when we shift to our new night. Lion's Mane. Unfortunately, Lion's Mane is not here to welcome in the creator of Megaton Girl, Roche himself, <laughs> the Demon Soldier Third Class, Austin Lee Matthews. Hey, everybody. Let me turn on my, mic- my microphone a little bit. There we go. It's good to be back, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are what is up, dude? How's it going? Because I'm relaxing. I'm prepping, I'm prepping for potentially a foot of snow to happen tomorrow into Saturday. Fun. What? No joke. It is. It got to roughly 88 degrees today. Oh, we are going to see an almost 50 degree temperature drop by tomorrow afternoon. Yikes. It's so weird. Freezing temperatures. This That's is the so latest. <laughs> this is happening in Colorado. That's nuts. Wow. You know, um, earliest we've had snow is in August. Latest this. Usually they say Mother's Day is when you can start planting your flowers and all of that because you're usually mm-hmm. safe. Well, nope. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's nuts. So here it was 91 over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. One of my colleagues is just is about an hour north uh, south of L.A. Uh-huh. So he was sitting there going, yep, see, we're out here in the, you know, chilling with the pool and hanging out. I'm like, mm. and I got to break out some of the winter gear. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's down pretty close to where I am. I'm about an hour south of L.A. as well. Yeah, he's like, like that halfway point between L.A. and San Diego. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know you were that far south because yeah. when we all went to so that's why it took a little while for you to drive up to where we decided to do yeah <laughs> uh, seals that time yeah mm. it's uh it takes me um it takes me like about 35 45 minutes to get to little tokyo but anywhere else in los angeles i'm about maybe like 50 to oh no, anywhere, he's, anywhere yeah he's literally an hour from like the very southern part of la before you even hit the traffic oh okay <laughs> mm. I get like I'm I'm five minutes away from LA County, but from the actual city, I'm about like about an hour. Yeah. So Jerry, how's your week been? Um, actually, it's been it's not too bad. It's actually been pretty uh, solid. Nothing crazy. Um, had a, uh did uh, I, I got the day off uh today i had a couple of doctor checkups and like standard stuff so uh did that today did i did i encourage you to get a checkup did my Part- recent fiasco? yeah partially yeah 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 <laughs> did you get as bad of news as i did <laughs> uh i'm okay i'm i'm uh uh got some work to do but uh it's all standard yeah. stuff so it's not it's not bad Okay. But yeah, other than that, uh, it's been, yeah, no craziness, no high stress. It really hasn't been that bad. So it's been, it's been just like a good solid week. 
So since we have been talking about doctor's visits and stuff like that, I'm going to use this moment as a sound, you know, soapbox moment, so to speak for everybody out there. Um, make sure to go get your yearly checkups, please. Um, because I have not been to a doctor and I, I can admit this because I hate doctors and that's due to me having epilepsy as a kid. I was in my neurologist's office all the time, getting poke prodded and all that to make sure my seizures were going away. But so I went to the doctor for the first time. We all talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I kind of want to share with everybody kind of what's going on. Um, so we all know I had the echocardiogram a couple of weeks ago and I got my results back. Um, I do have a leaking valve in my heart, um, which right now it's not anything to be truly concerned with. As long as we do the preventative stuff we're doing right now, like putting me on some blood pressure meds to help take some pressure off the valve. I got to change my diet, which honestly has been really hard to do because I like baked goods. I love my chocolate muffins and all of that. And, but I've changed it. I'm, I'm down actually almost five pounds um, since we did my, my, health change. Um, but as long as we can do that, I can go about another 10, 15 years before I have to have a valve replacement. But then again, this wouldn't have been found had I not gone and done my checkup because my doctor determined, Hey, he detected a heart murmur said, go get an echocardiogram. So please folks for your, your loved ones and your family members, please go make sure you're getting your yearly exam. Nothing's going to hurt by just saying, okay, cool. You're healthy. Jerry point. He's got some so he's got to work on with his doctor, but like for me, honestly, if I hadn't been, if I hadn't gone now, um, I could have actually had longer term damage to my heart that would not have been reversible if I waited longer and longer to do it. So please go out and get that, uh, that checkup kind of like we talked about going and getting the vaccine if you can and whatnot. Oh, so, yeah. but the whole reason Austin is here tonight is his passion project finally released the final episode of the season. Hopefully, hopefully this is the final episode of the season. I'm hoping it's not the series finale. <laughs> yes. We're, we're hoping he, he can get it up and running longer than what it is, but it is, it's been a, it's been a long year for you with it. Um, it's been you know, three. You went on a little, I mean, yeah. And then finally getting it put out and whatnot. It's mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, how does it feel? It feels, um, on one hand, um, sad it's over, happy it happened. That's how I'm feeling right now. And I gotta say, that's yeah, and and you had to deal with all the IMDb stuff, which is still um, shenanigans. I'm ignoring that as far as I'm concerned because that that's out of <laughs> yeah. my hands right now. So yeah, and yeah. we all know how ratings and IMDb goes. But yeah. honestly, it's. You know, this is, it's such a great thing though. And, and we've talked about it and, and whatnot is that, you know, with, with Megaton Girl, you don't see a lot of, especially audio plays and stuff like that really centered around the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge focus with, with Megaton Girl. Mm-hmm. And I applaud you for taking that leap and being able to see it through with all the, the bullying and stuff that was taking place with comments and stuff like that around it. And you guys got it too the finish and it was great yes. great for that to happen mm-hmm. yeah, um so if you can do a second season what what happens with connie um well um if we get to do a second season um 
I will say, I, I, I guess for those of you who haven't seen the last eight episodes, uh, mute for um, maybe like a minute. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to be dealing with, um, with Laurel proposed at the end of episode eight. Um, and so the, the next season is going to be dealing with that. We're going to be meeting um, the parents. Finally, we're going to be uh, taking a trip Ooh. up to Oregon so that we can meet Connie and Laurel's parents um, and dealing with um, all of that while still kind of juggling the superhero persona, um, having the, um, the, the inner debate of should I come out to my parents for being a superhero? Should I, come, you know, and all that stuff because they're, you know, they're obviously going to have to come out about everything else. Um, but, you know, dealing with like how, how are Connie's parents, how, how, well, specifically Connie's dad, how's Connie's dad going to take that? How are Laurel's parents going to take that? Um, and yeah, and we're, that's what we're, we're building to. But we also have some ideas for some bigger, um, more multi-dimensional shit that we're doing. So <laughs> That's amazing that you're yeah. h- hitting all of these great, you know, tough topics to that people really aren't talking about. And, and uh, you're showing it in a forum that I think a lot of people will find it inter- interesting. And mm-hmm. I, I just think that's so great that you, you finished your first season. That's amazing. Yep. And uh, 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 yeah, dude, congratulations. It's, Thank that's you. so awesome, dude. Thank you. I, am really I also excited. have a, a question. Um, do you find it like, is it hard to write like some of those scenes? Um in general, or does the superhero element kind of help with, with those kind of tough scenes that like the, the, you know, the coming out scenes or like the scenes with the family? Oh, um, it's not really all that difficult. Um, cause I'm drawing from like personal experience. Okay. Um, the, it, it, it's a matter of like my, it's very reflective of my real life situation where, um, my family, super cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, my fiance's family, not as cool with it. Um, so it's going to be interesting kind of bringing that same, um, energy to this second season, um, and how we're going to be dealing with, with that. Now the, now the real question is, uh, it, are they going to be not okay with, uh, dating Laurel or are they going to be not okay <laughs> with the superhero thing? Cause I, 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 yeah, I, I have a, I have a scene. Oh, so it kind of adds, adds more elements to, to the story. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. There, there was a scene that we were actually, we had to cut from the end of episode eight, mostly because I couldn't figure out who was going to be con who's going to be playing Connie's dad. Um, and I just felt like episode eight ended on such a perfect note that we didn't need this final scene, mm-hmm. but there was going to be a bit where uh, Connie tells her dad, um, so I'm a superhero and he goes, what the, and the phone call gets cut off and she goes, Oh, sorry. Hold up. Beep, 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 beep. Sorry. You got cut off. What were you saying, dad? And he goes, what the fuck, Connie? And he goes, oh shit. I mean, that would have been great. I mean, that's, yeah, that's reminiscent good. of like, you know, Miles Morales coming out to his mom that, Hey, I am Spider-Man and yeah. Or you know, uh, same homecoming. Thing with, the end of homecoming. You know, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody this is peter parker <laughs> you know um, I, just, I could see i just love it when Mar- marissa tomei is like what the oh. <laughs> yeah 
Awesome. And I could, that's what I'm picturing is you're talking about her. That's now. what I'm I was picturing. That scene too. I was like, like oh, that's funny. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. Not. Um, you know, and even like in Miles Morales, the game, right? His mom finding out about it. And it's like, oops, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you sooner. Um, but yeah, I think it is, it is awesome though. That something that's been a, a dream project for years for so long finally came to fruition mm-hmm. and you guys were able to see it through because I know at some point you guys didn't know if you guys were going to be able to finish season eight or season one season rather one, and get yeah. through the eight episodes. And um, that's a testament to everyone that was involved with the project. Um, um, well, the big, the biggest thing I can say is that the person who probably helped the most um, is my friend, Mark, um, who is the producer for the show. Um and he really um, came through and he's the one who really made sure that every episode was able to happen. Um, so I have to give just the biggest thanks to my dear brother, Mark, uh, who has been just an absolute, he's been so supportive of the show. Um, and we, we've always been um, wanting to make stuff together. We used to do our own podcast and, um, we've done Let's Plays together. Um, he made his own radio play, which was a Mass Effect fan radio play that I did music for. Um, <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, and I, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's awesome. That. It's, it's called Mass Effect Protocol. And, um, <laughs> What's it on? That's so I cool. go <laughs> yeah, it's, I think, I think it's basically on, on, on everything. I know for sure it's on iTunes. I don't know if it's on okay, Spotify. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's that's really awesome, good. Man. It's, it's really well done. <laughs> Um, but he was a big inspiration for um, really like wanting to make sure that Megaton Girl happened. And then he ended up really helping us in the end, make it happen. Um, and so that's I awesome, just, man. I give all of my love to my dear brother, Mark. Well, so congratulations to Mark too. Thank you so much. And mm-hmm. thank you for all the hard work. Absolutely. That's awesome. I am now following it. And that's I it. That's it. Mass Effect Protocol. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, we. Well, I, I wish that he could have been able to continue the story, um, but the, we have five uh, really, really good episodes out, and I, I, I'm really proud of what he made with it. It's inspired uh, really heavily mm-hmm. by the Mass Effect Three multiplayer. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool, nice. And his own. He he was also in a Mass Effect uh, Dungeons and Dragons session that was also partially inspired. In God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, before we kind of get into talking some shop and and whatnot um i was gonna have queen size herself join tonight and surprise you oh. um but unfortunately danielle had something come up but she can't make it so oh, she, well. she sends her love much love to danielle i, I was fantastic. trying to get i was trying to get somebody you know a couple other people on for you to kind of say hey let's celebrate this <laughs> that's um, very kind but let let's talk about the other thing to which you are known about and that is roche Yes, my boy. And boy. It, it came out over the weekend that on the 25th anniversary of FF7, we should be getting some news. Oh, good. Now, I can't say what that news is. We don't know yet. We don't I can't know if it, either because I have no idea what and, it is. This is and hey, even, to give you an idea, this is the first time hearing about it. <laughs> and I will say this to all of the listeners, anybody following along in chat. Even if Austin did know, we aren't talking about it yeah, because there's this, little, there's this little three-letter <laughs> word called NBA. And <laughs> to this point, 
we have a 100% track record with NDAs <laughs> and not breaking them. And we are not making this the first one. So yeah. if you ask a question in chat, we will not answer even entertaining mm. and i'm keeping an eye on chat so i will say if i see one come up <laughs> I'll, to, I'll just have to just go be like eh, nope sorry. sorry gotta ignore that one yes and <laughs> and that being said guys even with as much as we are friends and stuff with the the voice cast from the first game um even if something were slipped to us that one of them is in the sequel or whatever we wouldn't talk about it anyways yeah because I value nope. their jobs and their ability to make money for their families more than getting a leg up on people in the industry. So which is really appreciated because there's a lot of people who don't. <laughs> right? They will get a they will get a rumor and go with it. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's no rumor. Need. Yeah. If you were confirmed, like if they put out like when they started putting out all the characters and stuff before the game release and stuff like that, and be like, hey, how's it feel to to be back for the sequel? But that mm-hmm. is as far as we would go. Yeah, we wouldn't ask you what the role of Roche is in the game or anything like that. So, we're just going to level set that. Um, anyway, so we get that in June. Mm. Can't believe it. it's Ooh, been twenty five years, and I only played that's it like insane. three years ago. <laughs> Do you know how old that's that so makes insane. me feel? Yeah, <laughs> because I am the class of ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, and I pretty, played and I picked up that game when it came out. Yeah, you're pretty old, lunch. dude. I remember, I remember, dude, you no, hold on. You are not that far, came out hold too. On. You are not far behind me, sir. So don't even. Oh, man, just a few years behind, but but I, I remember when it came I'm, out. Dude. I remember, so guys, I remember, how does it feel to be ancient? <laughs> Back I when we know. says the guy who's turning thirty one in like eight days. So Which, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> He would be, you know what? If Babyface was here, he would actually no longer be the youngest on a on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to think about though, when when you look at that, you're you are turning thirty one in, in a, a little over a week, and mm-hmm. how does that feel from being a voice actor to looking looking at the parts you've been a part of mm-hmm. as a voice actor th- this kind of early in a career? Really, mm-hmm. when you look at it, it's I mean. How does that feel to 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 be saying, "Hey, I'm turning 31, and I've played some kind of you know roles that are in pretty significant franchises." So it's um, it's interesting because on one hand, um, I have this mentality of I have a place I want to be, and I'm not there yet. But on the other hand, I've been doing this for 13 years, and if you had come to me 13 years ago and said, "Hey," Uh, you're going to be in Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake in 13 years, or I guess at that time, 11 years, I probably would have um, crapped myself. Um, so I, it's, a matter, it's a matter of I'm looking at it from I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I was, and I'm really happy about that. Which is fantastic, mm. but I mean, I'm, we're going to stoke the ego a little bit because, <laughs> I mean, no, seriously. I mean, let's look at it. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, you've been deal. in, you were in Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's another Final When Fantasy I booked that, I was really excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I didn't know this. 
and I'm going to hit myself for doing this. And I have to go find the character. You were wit in Ace Combat 7? Yeah. <laughs> Guess what I've been going back through and playing? Oh, nice. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so I just found out, I, I, I guess they, 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 they said it like this week, that I guess we're getting like, like Top Gun DLC. And so I'm just like, I know. So I know that um, <laughs> flight, I know flight simulator mm-hmm. on the Microsoft side, that is getting Top Gun stuff. If we cool. get Top Gun and Ace Combat, dude, um, Ace Com- it's Ace Combat. There, there has to be. Here's some my money. Sort of, I, I, they I, have I, to be I doing DLC. There was some sort of Ace Combat Seven news that came out that they we're getting some sort of Top Gun thing. It looked like. Um, here's my money now. <laughs> yeah. I fly like in mine. Like I went and downloaded the Jolly Rogers VF One Hundred Three. Um, oh yeah. Skin. So I mean, for me, I I love them. Half of my. F14 collection that sits behind me is all VF 103s. Um, but yeah, but I mean, let's look at it. So you're in, you're in Genshin Impact, Demon Souls. I'm in Demon. Oh yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like I'm in Demon Souls. You yeah, had wow. an, You were on an episode of Pokemon Evolutions. I mean, yes, I was. I was. I was okay. I got. I'm going to stoke my own ego. Not only was I an episode of Pokemon Evolutions, I played my favorite character in Pokemon Evolutions. So, that's <laughs> really yes. So, played my, the hottest professor, Professor Sycamore. My that's French boy. Awesome. I love my boy, um, my French boy. And you were in Halo Infinite, and I can't say I did find you in the you game. Did. And you are a smartass. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, oh, that's my character is so I, funny in Halo now, Infinite. Now, granted, I didn't finish the game because I got rid of my Xbox. But oh, well. But here's here's my thing: those I picked up an S because I wanted mm-hmm. to see what Game Pass had to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I've always been Halo and Forza. Those have been my two Xbox franchises. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't anything else on there for me that I I gravitated Halo towards. And, Gears. and anything that was on there for multi like multi console, mm-hmm. I had my PlayStation for that. Yeah. So for me, it was just, hey, so I did the nice thing and I upgraded um, my wife's kid brother's Xbox from a one to an S. You know, just gave him the S, upgraded his console. So he's current gen. Um, his He plays his Xbox all the time. So it was getting PS5? up there. I have a PS5. Nice. So does my wife. Nice. And we do have the plates. So I went black on mine my wife's got the red ones nice so and they look very very nice so yeah i i went the opposite direction where i'm just like so far there's been really nothing aside from ff7 intergrade on playstation 5 for me um and and i'm and i'm much more of an xbox guy um so yeah and that's the thing is i don't fault anybody just play where you want to play yeah exactly it it doesn't matter enjoy your games who cares like for me for me the biggest thing that xbox had over playstation 5 is that xbox (laughs) hilariously xbox is the one that has katamari on modern consoles right now hilariously so (laughs) really yes we we finally got um they finally ported well my favorite katamari game beautiful katamari to modern consoles and it's been stuck on 360 for like ages yeah. So the fact that we finally got it on modern consoles. I'm just but, like, I mean, that's the thing is I don't fault anybody. Go, go enjoy games where you want to enjoy them. Okay. Agreed. It, Agreed. Just because I don't gravitate towards Xbox. That's fine. Agreed. You know, I'm not going to knock anybody for the decision. Now on the podcast, you know, this, I mean, we all knock some of 
Xbox's decisions like games with gold and their monthly games, but which, but, but that's Microsoft you know, as a whole. And that's their decisions. That's, yeah. that's but, their decisions. Yeah. You know, their games, the, the, their direction, they're doing it. They're, you know, they're Phil doing is, it right. Phil is doing they're what he needed right to now. do after that E3 fiasco with oh, Xbox yeah. One. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to, he had to do something. So yeah. honestly, I love what Phil Spencer has done with Xbox. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not a Bethesda fan just because I've been experienced, you know, I've had the, the bugs that have hit me from Bethesda games to make me go, I'm done. But that was a great acquisition mm-hmm. for Xbox. Mm-hmm. Activision Blizzard, again, I don't really gravitate towards a lot of their games. And I think that was a great acquisition oh, as well. Oh, that's right. They did buy Activision. I forgot And yeah. I think it still goes to what we talked about, though, is if you want story-based games, you go PlayStation. You want shooters... <laughs> you go Xbox. Yeah. I mean, Jerry's and Jason's analogy still rings true to this day, <laughs> you know. And um, uh, dude, that's how we sold consoles. It was that easy. And it and yeah. it's still, you know, that like you said, it's still there. It's just the lines are blurred a little bit now that like other ga- other games have went through certain directions, but other games that are out like I I, th- I do think differ, sure. but I want to while we're on the subject, let, let me bring it up. Um, since we're talking about Xbox and PlayStation, we just kind of grab, naturally went into that. Um, for the first time in like eight years, Xbox yeah. felt sold PlayStation. Fudge, wow. I, but so, and then you look at <clears throat> Switch, 65,000 yeah. in a week. Well, and this, this, this um, is in Japan, right? This is Japan. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. So, even then, sixty-five thousand consoles for a Switch—that's that's huge. But yeah, yes, everyone's making such a big deal about Xbox outselling PlayStation for a week. Yeah, but the the, the new projections that are coming out for for them next year are like are going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously, but the projections let's, are high for next year for the PS5. And let's now, level set because they're going through a chip shortage, right? That they said is going yeah. to last until next year. So yeah they're having a supply issue. So of course, mm-hmm. yes, they're going to look like they sold less, mm-hmm. but honestly, you know what? Just selling 6,000 units in Japan for Xbox for a week is a huge accomplishment because oh, yeah, that, that is because they're not one, really, that, was, they're not that big out there. There was weeks they sold 10. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so good for Xbox, but I don't buy the hype that everyone's all like, Oh my God, Xbox outsold PlayStation for a week. I'm like, Let's look at this though. Supply shortage. <laughs> like, it's, 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 give it's it time. It's the like, uh, sweep for Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> no. Now, that being said, if it continues, then it's something to take notice on that maybe, you know, yeah. finally with what Xbox and Phil Spencer are doing is right. And I think yeah. in some of it, maybe the rumors of a Sega acquisition by Microsoft mm. might be helping to drive some of that a little bit. Mm. Maybe. Um, yeah. maybe they are fan favorites but, out there. Yeah. You know, well, they're one of my favorite developers. So yeah. Sega is big out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big old Sega fanboy. but there we go. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, did you hear that? Wow. Good there we boy. go. Ooh. My fingers. I'm back. Crack. That was probably me. I don't know. Um, 
Well, see, the one thing I hate about the AirPods and stuff like that is because when you have multiple devices hooked up to your account, they auto jump to devices. And it, it's the most annoying thing when I'm doing something like this or I'm working (laughs) and on a call and my AirPods jump to the kid's iPad. And all of a sudden I hear like, I don't know what show they're watching. Um, Coco melon or something like that. I hear that (laughs) in my ears all of a sudden. I'm like, what the, I'm like, (sighs) but anyway, so yeah, we'll see. But you know what? There's also rumors that Square Enix may be getting bought by PlayStation 2, which has been around for a little while. And Those rumors have been around forever, and I have no yeah. idea how much actual credence there is to them. See, I think they might have a little bit more credence now that they sold off their Western division. Yeah. That's, that's why I would agree. There's a little bit more traction there just because there's – it's in the air like the, yeah. the smell is in the air like i get it, yeah, yeah. But it, just, it feels like with some of the stuff that they sold off you would feel like they would want to have kept that to make the themselves look a bit like more like a you know a well but sony thing. doesn't have the capital that like microsoft has right they don't have the full net worth probably of square enix to That's get true. everything you know yeah. so you saw 300 million dollars of your i mean it would be nice to have tomb raider you know laura croft and nathan drake under one roof but that you really don't dope. need both you really don't need them both right true um true and some of those franchises have kind of been a little bit taking a step back like deus right as much as i've been playing deus since original xbox right but the last game didn't do so well at least is up deus to expectations a, is, is, is deus a squinix thing uh it was i had machina yeah oh okay. uh ex or uh yeah DSEX, where you had mankind evolved in revolution and stuff like that. Um, that was that's always been under Eidos. So when Square Enix bought Eidos, they folded it in underneath them. They did it Square Enix. So did, I mean, did Eidos publish Advent Rising? I'm trying to think of like what else Eidos does done that I that um, I know of. Let's look that up on the fly. I don't remember. Who, I don't remember who published Advent Rising. <clears throat> Let's go look at the Wikipedia. So they did um, DSEX. Mm-hmm. They did Thief. Oh, okay. or, so they did ACX Human Re- uh, Revolution. Oh, man, Thief, I bought that one. DSEX Mankind Divided, um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. They worked on, along with Crystal Dynamics, and they also worked on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Gotcha. So, so good, by the way. So I've heard. Oh, yes. to- total recommend right here. Oh, okay. I was thinking not of Eidos. I was thinking of Majesco. R.I.P. Oh. Majesco, by the way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> About 10 years later. That dates that, you. But. Um, anyways, but yeah. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I would like to see Square stay, them, stay on their own path and by themselves. But yeah. they have such a working relationship and historical history with PlayStation dating it, it back makes to sense. FF7. Mm. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. If not it happens, lie. it makes sense. And, they, it, you know, they're more secure. Yeah. I mean, not going to lie, having final fantasy as a console exclusive for playstation yeah that, i like that, that idea you know <laughs> you that's know def- that's definitely an ace up <laughs> the sleeve that's a, that's you know? a selfish yeah. Yeah. but yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean playstation's got you know we've got some news coming on playstation too because uh ubisoft plus is coming to playstation yes it is yes it is 
And so what is this? I I did not hear about this. Yes. So PlayStation Plus. And you know, you know, I've got stuff prepped for you, Cherry. Uh, You know, I do my job. (laughs) I do our homework. So PlayStation Plus is their, uh, Ubisoft is their subscription service that they're, it's going to be added on to PlayStation Plus. Um, Oh, okay. And with it, it just gives you, it's like kind of like EA, um, EA's version, what they have, you know, where you can go subscribe for like eight bucks a month or whatever. Um, so you're going to be able to get all access to all these games. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla for, for Honor, Crew 2, Child of Light. Oh my Eagle gosh, Play, the fractured but whole. Yes. Yeah, right? Oh, and the stick of truth. Damn. And the stick of truth. And the stick right? of truth. Um, <laughs> hey, as long as they give us a game at cost Benita, I'll be happy. Um, <laughs> you know, but. You know, you're getting Division, Crew, Watch Dogs, um, oh, Lord Zombie. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but honestly, I look at these and I don't. Nothing stands out to me right now. About I know same. Valhalla was good, but you know, a lot of yeah. this stuff is stuff that's been out for a long time. And for I think a long, long point, time. At this point, I think everybody who's really going to play these games probably have either played it by now or. Yeah. And for though and for the next thing we're going to talk about too, right? Is anybody that's going to be running PlayStation Plus Extra or PlayStation Plus Premium, they're going to get Ubisoft Plus Classics bundled with it. Okay. So, I don't know what tier Classics is, you know, probably going to be like a handful of games or whatever, but you're still going to get some more Ubisoft for free. It would be interesting if one of the Classics was like Rayman 2. That'd be interesting. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, but speaking of PlayStation Plus, let's take a trip down memory lane. Because the first drop of titles for the new PlayStation Ooh. Plus has dropped. Yes. Ape Escape, what the heck? Okay. So we'll get to it. So PS4 and PS5 game catalog. Um, this is for the ultra and premium plans. Um, this is a list. Wow. wow. Bloodborne. Yeah. Concrete Genie. Days Gone. Um, now, keep in mind, some of these games are already included in the PlayStation collection that you get as part of PlayStation Plus on PS5. So, But that being said, you got Days Gone. Death Stranding. You've got Ghost of Tsushima. God of War. Gravity Rushes. Horizon Zero Dawn. The both Infamouses, which I will go back and I will play those again. The Ooh, first night. I didn't do first light when it, you know, I didn't have that, but I have that, you know, Mac, little, little big planet, planet three, Spider-Man, Miles Spider-Man's Miles. sweet. You've Shadow got Colossus. Wow. Yeah. Gun, Ooh, the last Colossus, of us. Last of us. Until nice. dawn, the entire uncharted series. Uncharted. Sweet. Um, Wipeout. And you look at the third party games, you're getting Valhalla, Arkham Knight. Yeah, bro. Control. This alone, Far Cry three and four. Oh, Final well, Fantasy XV. Yeah, yeah. Well, but think about this: Final Fantasy XV is already included in the PlayStation Plus collection for mm-hmm. the PS Five. So, you know, what? I, I can, I can Ooh, see Guardians, that. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, man. So Red I'll Dead. Play that. All of uh, it, dude. Um, this alone. Oh, like you have plenty. Speaking of, time of Red of Dead, game. Jerry, I'm going to let you take your shot at Newman. He has started playing Red Dead Redemption Two on his new gaming PC. Booyah, baby. Oh, you got the bug. Oh, you got the bug. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy it, um, dude. Right Relish in it. Too, yeah. All right. Anyway, so we get... Spend so, the whole day fishing. You are. 
Yep. I love it. Um, so you got Resident Evil for PS4, the PS4 version. You've got Soul Calibur, uh, Fractured But Whole, um, The Crew 2, The Division, which, you know, Sweet. a lot of this is, some of those are included in that Ubisoft Plus announcement that we, we saw. Cool. Now let's look at the classic games catalog. So this mm. is the premium, the actual premium version. Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, IQ, Jumping Flash, Siphon Filter, Filter. Super Stardust Portable, Mr. Driller, Tekken 2. Tekken, sweet. Worms World Party. Wow. Worms Armageddon, which me and my friends played Worms Armageddon all the time. No way. Never got into this. Um, It's all about the holy hand grenade. (laughs) (laughs) We used to play that. Okay. That's so funny. To give you an idea... That game was big when I was in like elementary school, and w- and we would um, we would go into the back. God, of you're the just really. Room. I know. I know. If you're gonna do this, you might as well say this in a kid voice. Know, while you're like, it. like okay, you're so, old. so here's so here's what we did. Like, you're uh, so we, old. We 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 went to we would sit in the back of 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 the of the computer room. And we'd all gather around and we would, we would take turns playing uh, Worms Armageddon and we would, we would make it so that we all like, you know, just like would spam the holy hand grenade. And it was yep. a lot of fun. And we, we, like, you know, we would get like really mad at each other and the teacher would be like, what the hell are you guys doing back there? But yeah, that's so that funny, was, dude. So that was, I say, that was my one disappointment with Ready Player One. They reference the holy hand grenade. You get to see it and it doesn't do hallelujah. Boom. <laughs> it just, Kind of just explode. Oh no! So. It, does it say that before it blows in, up in Worms in, Armageddon? In Worms specifically. It would go not, not in Monty Python, but yeah, not yeah, but not oh. in Ready Player One or anything like that. But the holy hand grenade, when you throw it, it gets ready to go oh, off. Man. It's like that, that hallelujah, that would have been, been <laughs> and it's like a big boom. Oh, uh, that totally would have been funny. Yeah, I always um, liked the banana grenade that would like split into a bunch of small. Oh bananas. yeah, the bouncing. Yeah, I like sheep. <laughs> sheep were yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So I will I will play that and it was announced today by Bend Siphon Filter is going to have trophies. Yes. Yes. Sweet dude. A PlayStation 1 title is going to have trophies. Crazy cool. finally. Cool. And then Ooh, when you look at Ooh, Ooh Dark Cloud. So these are oh, re- these, these are, are the these remasters. Are re- these are remasters. Now a wow. lot of these have already been in the PlayStation Store. When you had PS4, you could go buy Jack the PS2. Oh, but yeah, you've got Dark Clouds, Fanavision, Jack 2, 3, yeah. X, Jack and Daxter, Precursor Legacy. Riker's Wild gonna be Arms really excited 3. about Ark the Lad, because he's a big Ark the Lad fan. Okay. And then you've got Bioshock, Handsome Jack Collection, yeah. Bulletstorm, Kingdoms of Mob Re. Re-Reckoning, which... Ooh, Lego Harry Potter? And Lego oh. Harry Potter. So, and then original PS3 games. Now, this is via streaming and only on PlayStation Plus, or Premium, but Crash Commando, Demon Souls, Hotshot, two different Hotshots, Aiko, both infamous, the PS3 versions, um, which I'll play those. I will go back and actually play them now that I, I played I'll do the first. Second Son and I really enjoyed it. So I want to go back and play the first and second infamous. Oh, yeah. 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 You got Motor Storm, directed by our buddy Rushy, um, Paul Rushinsky. Nice. Um, you've got Rain, which is a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Ratchet and Clank's Quest for Booty, Crack in Time, Into the Nexus. 
Resistance three. Yeah. Tokyo Jungle. God dang. Super Stardust when Vikings attack. And then you look at the third party partners that have announced some stuff. Assure Castlevania, Devil May Cry HD collection. Sweet. Uh, Fear, Lost Planet 2. Oh, Lost Planet. Red Dead Redemption, Undead yes. Nightmare. That's nice. Awesome. So for the event, cool. for the initial drop of titles, I was already the pretty close to saying I'm gonna just go ahead and get the $120 premium version every year with this i'm absolutely going to do that because there's games i missed out on that i did not play yeah that were on ps3 that did not make the transition to ps4 you know um infamous one and two i toyed with those a little bit on ps3 but at the time i just really i wasn't really into those that that play style and stuff like that. So I never really went through it. But now that I went through second son, I will absolutely go back and do those. So much fun. Um, you know, seeing some of these other games that are on here, worms arm again, I'm going to play the crap. out. Oh, of. Did you God. ever play? Did you ever play Asherah's wrath? I did not. It's, it is my favorite game centered around quick time events. It is. It, it's really good. Um, but the, now, it, it plays like an anime and I love it. <laughs> now, the one thing that is going to disappoint me though, is if they just kept the current PlayStation now servers because their streaming mm. is kind of jittery. Yeah. It's not hundred percent great. So that'll be my only thing. Now, the other thing they did announce is that the PlayStation classic titles, if you own any of them already, you will be able to download them to your console without having to be on PlayStation plus. Love it. Sweet. Love love everything about it, which honestly, I hope they bring back chrono, you know, chrono trigger and some of those other games, like, you know, the FF too. all those, because I have a lot of those and that's what my Vita is sitting here for is my classic console. Yeah. It's pretty much what it is now. So it'll be great to see that. Um, Honestly, a lot of people have already said that, just this offering alone and what we're seeing is better than game pass for them. And they plan on kind of shifting back from game pass over to PlayStation plus. That's a lot of gaming already. Like that's a lot to that. that, That'll keep you going for a while too. I mean, let's look at, I mean, just this alone right here. I mean, that's a good hundred hours right there. Yeah. You know, Dude, You've got Guardian I mean, Shadow. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't even Miles. notice Medieval. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Rizogun. Oh man. Rizogun. Yeah. I own Rizogun for PS4 and Vita. I own both versions. And yeah, that's a good games. game. I mean, when you think about it, that was House Mark um, for Rizogun. Yeah. And oh, I didn't even notice this. Returnal. Oh, yeah, and Returnal. Yeah. Returnal, yep. I, I'll be playing that because I've wanted to try Returnal. So if I'm going to be doing under a subscription, I'll go ahead and you know try it out You know, because it wasn't one that I was sure if I wanted to go to or not. But Yeah, man, they got some great games starting off with the PS5, dude. Mm-hmm. They, they would almost need dude, to. Ghost of Tsushima, God of War. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the first Horizon. Infamous. The heavy hitters. Yeah, I mean, now... I mean, the only things they said that we too. won't see day and time of launch is new games. They're not going to, they're not going to do what understandable. Microsoft does. Mm-hmm. And I get that because then you have to look at your budget, right? Yeah. Yeah. And because they expect their, I mean, we talked about it last week, their heavy hitters make money. Yeah. Always. 
Yeah. So why would you want to do them at a discount when you could make 70 bucks per game? Yeah. So give, give it time to, you know, to go through yep. its moment and then, you know, d- decide when to put it in. But yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I agree. But yeah, that is our uh, start for PlayStation, which is great. I'm into it. Oh, that's a good haul. Welcome on in the game night, TD Frostwolf. One of my dear I friends was, and one of my mods. I was busy sharing my screen, so I did not see our chat. So <laughs> welcome in the game night. <laughs> What's <apologies>. going on? <laughs> Gerard was slacking there. So <laughs> anyways, so my bad, my bad. But with that though, I you know, honestly, seeing that title, that group of titles is great. Yeah. And it's a good start. I will I will do a year of it for 120 bucks and we'll see how it does. Um, you know, I probably, if you're still seeing jitters on the PlayStation three streaming side, I probably won't play any of the PS, the PS three games if they're going to be choppy. But yeah. that being said, I do have a lot better internet now than I did down in Arizona when I was doing PlayStation now. So it could be better if not, well then I'll just stick to playing my other stuff, my classics and whatnot. And, and be there. So, but that being said, so how's your Austin? How's your your Borderlands run going? Because you were streaming that the other day. Uh, it's it's going. I'm just you know, it's one of those things where like if I get the itch to play, I'll just play it. It's not like anything. I'm like you know, like oh my god, trying to do everything and blah blah blah. I'm just like it's Borderlands. Like that whole franchise is one of those games that I can play. It, it, it is like um, it's a comfort game. I would say. Mm-hmm. It's one of those games like uh, as as harsh and foul as Pandora is, Pandora is one of those places I can just retreat to and just chill for a while. You know, <laughs> have you have you tried Tiny Tina yet? I do not have the money for it. <laughs> <laughs> so when you do, yeah, Tiny Tina is honestly, I think Gearbox's best game. I'm really excited to play it because. Um, the uh assault on dragon keep dlc is my favorite dlc in borderlands 2 mm-hmm. um right like just barely above um commander lilith and the um uh, uh, t- uh what is it something defensive sanctuary um but yeah I, I, I that that particular dlc is one of the things that got me to try playing the dnd um oh sweet yeah and i i've been really excited about this game for a long long time and i'm really excited because mm-hmm. i can play it with td frostwolf who's in the chat right now um because it is total cross-platform yes it is i'm really excited about that oh sweet um and I'm, I'm, I'm also really excited because um i think in june um borderlands 3 is also going to be total cross-platform which i'm excited about because i've been wanting to play that with td for a while too um speaking of i'm going to be starting a run of borderlands 3 with uh three of my friends we're going to be streaming that here pretty soon so. oh that'll nice be yeah oh that'll be fun seth, how you doing seth Seth oh, saying yeah. i remember seeing a video by ng on the dlc they released for tiny Tina and how short it was for its price honestly if you buy the DLC separately, yeah, it's it's a little price. It's like 10, 15 bucks, right? It's the normal DLC price, mm. but they do have a season pass. Um, you know, that's inexpensive. I I'm going to be getting it for my wife and I because we both have 
tiny TNR system and whatnot. Um, and you know, Seth, thank you for joining game night for the first time. Um, welcome on in. Um, thank you, bro. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoy it. Cause we like the shenanigans and you might've already missed it, which I apologize. Austin was making fun of me for my age already. So <laughs> the difference between you and I, Jerry is you're, you haven't quite accepted fully that you're hitting that age. I see some of those, that gray a little bit starting to peak. Oh no, I've accepted there. it. I, but, uh, I embrace the salt and pepper. I own it. I'm, I'm just a child at heart it. forever. I haven't <laughs> yeah. accepted it yet. I, if I, if I, I've been, I've been seeing stress, stress gray hairs pop up in my beard. And so I'm just, I, I'm just like, pluck. pluck. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is an age. This is stress. It. <laughs> yeah. I, I, have this, to, I have to own it now. Too, too some many, of this is stress. Too many but, stress yeah. hairs are coming in to where I can't, I can't pluck it all out. <laughs> I got to embrace it now. TD, I am right there with you. <laughs> yeah, I'd have my uh, my sciatic does act up every once in a while, and yeah, but uh, no, it is uh, yeah. You just accept it, Jerry. Just accept. Yeah, it. own it. Let it breathe. Yeah, Let it breathe. Time to um, look more distinguished. So, uh, Austin, when you look at what is on on tap for square what Mm -hmm. what do you what are you most excited about when you see you know are you excited to hear what we have coming for ff7 in terms of what they don't they haven't said what they haven't even said it's really ff7 remake i'm I'm, they've just said news about that we've got ff16 on the horizon you've got some of the changes for ff14 what with square enix and what they have coming though what are you most excited about as a gamer um, so the big things that have got me excited is basically everything that's coming for FF7 right now, because, um, I've, even though I didn't really play the original FF7 until a couple of years ago, I've always liked the, the world and characters of FF7 because mm-hmm. I grew up with Kingdom Hearts and Advent Children. Um, and so I'm just really, I'm, I'm excited for stuff like Ever Crisis. Um, I'm really excited um, about that. Um, and 7 Remake, I'm excited to see whatever comes for 7 Remake. Um, I'm really excited, well, tentatively excited because they just announced it for Kingdom Hearts 4. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm a big Kingdom Hearts All right. fan. How, how far out do you think it's, <laughs> you're going to yeah, need to well, wait this, for that? This we're asking everybody about that one. <laughs> yeah. How far, do we, how, how far out do, you th- do I think it is? Yeah um it's definitely not coming within the next two years i think it, 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 i I, th- I think we're too far out for like an i i think it's one of those things where they announced that it's in development but i don't think that we're going to be getting it for like maybe like three or four years but that's mm-hmm. i have no idea um, i was talking to mo and he thinks it's 2027 2027 that's because seems, it was i mean with, with it was how, five years yeah. from the time they announced three to when we actually got the game. Yeah. So he's just going right. off of that logic. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. That's I about think right. they've already they were already starting to work on it within six months of launching three, because yeah. at that point you would have had the the dev kits and stuff for the PS5 had already been kind of starting to make their way into the hands of studios and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think honestly, the solid three. I think the earliest you get it is holiday of 23, but I think it's going to launch solidly in 24. That's I, my I, prediction. I think either 24 or 25, I would predict. I don't think, I think 23 is probably way too soon. 
Um, I mean, it is the B team working on it. Yeah. Hold on, though. Think about it, though. Look what the A team has done for Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. They've resurrected. They've okay, done yeah, that's true. FF14. Yeah. Part of it was on FF7 Remake. They're doing FF16. Yeah. You know, they're... The A team's the, I mean, yeah, the reason it's called yeah. the the A team, right, is yeah. because of what they're doing with it and and whatnot. But I mean, we'll see. I, from what I saw on it, it looks intriguing. And speaking of fourteen, I need to get I need to get back into it. That was one of the things that I said I was going to do when I was done with Megaton Girl. Was like I'm like now I I can devote time to an MMO because it was <sighs> it was interfering with Megaton Girl. But now that I'm done with it, I can. And where's Jason to hear that? um but yeah i honestly like i am excited but i'm kind of also tempered right because Mm. square enix just the way they've been announcing stuff as of late it's like hey here's a piece of candy and you gotta wait five years so we haven't seen anything on f16 so that's the one thing i am looking forward to because ifrit looked amazing in that trailer and I, I, I've always, I actually, I've always been a fan of like, hey, like we're announcing it and it's coming when it's coming, but hey, you have this to look forward to. I, like, like I, 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 I've always been kind of a fan of that like, as opposed to like announcing it and saying it, it's, we're announcing it and it's coming out now. Um, cyberpunk Yeah, exactly. Because then, because then, because then, because then you get Halo, like Cyberpunk. Man. You get um you get stuff like Sonic Boom, Ugh. you know, like that. you say that name and it hurts right now because uh, I I only bring this up because have you guys heard the news about uh, about Cyberpunk? No, I don't get, follow any news about that. Uh, do yeah. it, actually, it's getting greatly reviewed right now. Really? Because but, they fixed but, but it. Like, but like the it's the, like an, a the year articles later. are. This is so funny. The articles are like glowing. Did they but know they're Man also Sky kind it? of like luster yes, because they're they know like, Man, Sky it. man okay. like this is amazing, but like wow, too little, too late. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I probably like the still basis of every it article. It's just like, and man, if this if this came out like during lunch, mm-hmm. this game would have been twice as successful. But like, <laughs> it's so funny how it, they're like glowing reviews and how yeah. it's fixed. It's it's. Like a lot of people are like gravitating to it now, but the other side of the articles are like, yeah, yeah too late. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And TD brings sad. up a good point. Final <laughs> Fantasy 14 version 1.0, right? It was, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It's just like, it's um, so sad. Like it's like, I, oh man, too late. I too agree late. with you, Austin, is that I, I'm, I'm glad they didn't put a timestamp on it, right? Because yeah. I think that's the problem yeah. you're seeing is that all of a sudden now you're getting delays and which... Bethesda and Microsoft are getting backlash because Starfield was delayed. Yeah. And I think it's like, one, we're still in pandemic times. Studios are still moving to a remote, you know, thing. Bungie is going to be remote first. If you want to go in the office, it's all still being figured out. Yeah. But here's the thing. I wish more companies would do what Nintendo does, which is kind of what Square Enix did with Kingdom Hearts, is that they'll like say, hey, it's coming. We're not giving you a date. Yeah, and then when it gets closer, they give you a season. They give themselves a three month window yeah, <laughs> to say yeah. holiday. Well, winter, summer, fall, whatever. Yeah, it gives them a three month window, and then that point too is how many games really does Nintendo delay? When you think about it, exactly. It's because they, yes. they, yeah, yeah. 
you know, Jerry's love child, Breath of the Wild 2, yes, that got delayed until next year. And and, and when they it's do okay. delay, and they're better. When, okay. when Nintendo does yeah. delay games, they end up... Yeah. I mean, now, it's, that's Miyamoto's philosophy. Now, Advance <laughs> Wars, yes, that got delayed because of what's going on in Ukraine. <clears throat> yeah, that's different. And I get it. And it doesn't yeah. have a date yet. And Nintendo's just playing that by what's going on. And yeah. I, I applaud them for doing that. As they should, yeah. But all these other companies, you know, they put out these hard dates and then it's like, well, well then you gotta, sorry. Yeah, then you got to stick by the date. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think we've been saying this for, I, I don't know how many episodes, but it's just like, I mean. It, it's ready when it's ready. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and like, get, get the hint, you yeah. know, other studios, like follow, follow the, like the, the fans don't care. Like if you say holiday, that's fine. But it's the investors that they're aiming at. And yeah. Like, yes. oh, we got to get it. Out and that's what shot cyberpunk in the foot with CD Project Red is their budget and loans were coming due they had to get it launched to cover the money yeah even though it wasn't ready yeah it was rushed because it would have shot super rushed yeah yeah because all of their their budget was set on hey this is launching when this is when their investors were involved with it so but other than that so now that Megaton Girl is done Mm mm-hmm and outside of Borderlands, what else have you been playing? Oh, what have I been playing? Um, I have now played Sonic Forces twice. Um, <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? Really? Yeah, I freaking <laughs> love that game. Yeah. Is everyone, it really? Everyone who said that game sucks, I played it. I'm just like, why do people hate this game? <laughs> huh. oh, okay, <laughs> like, cool. Like, like it's, it's a little short, but like not if you do everything. Like If you do everything in the game, it's not that short. And also, it's one of those games like... It, like I I am not a a guy who plays games and when I'm sitting there I go woo like like all the time I don't get I'm not a very <laughs> vocal gamer. There have been two games in recent memory that I have gotten extremely like yeah like while I'm playing it, FF Seven Remake and Sonic Forces. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so nice. I, I, I was just like I was like yes like well, I love Boost Sonic I love that formula where like it's like I'm like yay finally Sonic is fast. Oh, <laughs> and I love, I love boost Sonic's mechanics. I love the avatar <laughs> levels are shockingly fun. Um, and the music in the avatar levels is catchy as all get out. Um, and then the classic Sonic levels are also fun too. Those are probably out of all of them, the ones that I love the least, but I've also not as big of a fan of classic Sonic in terms of like the gameplay that said, most of the classic Sonic levels I adore. There's one level in the end game of that that I hate, but that's only because it, it is the one level in the entire game that has an auto scroller level. For for some reason, it's just a whole section that is an auto scroller, and I hate auto scrollers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only bit that I hate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sweet! I'll have yeah. to check that out. It's it's fun. I love it. Hmm. Jerry, what you been playing? What have I been playing? Um. I've been hitting Horizon a little bit. Uh, I, I've gotten a little kind of like slow on that. Uh, I kind of feel like I need something else for the palette. So you were uh, where I was. Remember, because yeah, I, I hit I that am. wall. I kind of plateaued. I've hit a wall, but I just yep. I need a little something for the palette. So I kind of I've restarted uh, Uncharted Four, man. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I was no, waiting I for you to Red Dead. <laughs> I was say Red Dead. I was no, waiting for it. I, that, um, that, that re, if I need to restart on that, I'm in a funk. Like. I, yeah. I need to, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I'm starting, uh, I got the PS5 version, so I'm restarting. Uh, Doesn't it look pretty? Oh, God, man, it looks so 
Um, I have a run going with that one, but I put that on the back burner because of Horizon. Um, Yeah, so I just started it, so I just needed a little something different. I am playing Fortnite as well, but uh, yeah, I mean, how how is it with no build? I oh, dude, I freaking love it. It's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. it's so much fun. Oh yeah, nice. And like, just think of it like, and this is the this is the big thing. Like, I'm a big fan of animation, and uh, the first the main reason why i gravitated to fortnite in the first place i just really love the animation and the fact that they have so many licenses like i'm i'm the mandalorian right now (laughs) in the arena it's so much fun it's a pretty game yeah yeah, it's it's a cool little game so like yeah it's fun i mean i would definitely give it a try it's it's an arena like game it's nothing that we haven't played before other than like it's third person Mm mm-hmm but it's fun. But what about yeah. you, Matt? So I found Atreus and Horizon. Oh, sick. Okay. So I am now rocking. You found it all. Nice. I am now rocking God of War face paint on Aloy. Sweet. Um, I'm, so I'm all, I'm all the way out in San Francisco. Unlocked the tall neck. I don't have a ton left main quest wise. I'm doing all the side quest stuff. Going unlocking all the metal flowers and all those different things. Um, oh, cool. So, um, the story gets better, especially from the side quests, the further West you go, the better the side stories get. Okay. Um, Okay. So, yeah. So I know exactly where you're at. You're, you're like halfway through the game and you hit that wall and it's like, it just seems like back to it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think my, that was my, my one criticism of horizon, right? As much as I love horizon. Right. And I think you can still love a game and still have some, you can be critical of the game in some, in some ways. Right. Um, you know, there's same thing happened with FF seven, right? There's a lot of us absolutely love the game. Jason and I, we love the game, but we were still critical of what the ending they crafted. Right. Um, for me, horizon, there's just still too much to do in forbidden West versus, um, zero Dawn. So outside of that though, I love the game, the mechanics, everything like that. Um, uh, I've run into the the bigger stuff that makes the Thunder Jaws look like child's play, and I've gotten my ass kicked a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, you told but, me. But uh, yeah. but no, I'm um, still got the Super Metroid run going um, on that piece. Um, and I did. I think I talked about. I did have to switch to running. What I had for Man, for Super so Metroid. Cool. I'm rocking, dude. How does it feel? Super Nintendo. How does it feel? So the whole reason I did it was because me, you know, me with Metroid, I will go wherever I can possibly get to, right? Oh, yeah. Forget if it's unlocked or not. And there is a point in Super Metroid for those that are fans of the game know that there is a a ground floor that you can go through that you can't get back up through. And the Uh only way to get out of it is using the somersault jump to bounce back and forth up, up the chamber all the way up. And if you don't have that yet, the only way out, especially if you have a, if you haven't saved it or if you've saved it rather, because there's a save room right there. Right. So you're, you always get in the habit of with Metroid, you come across the save point, you save it, right. Is you have to bomb jump. Ah. The pro controller had just enough lag on it 
that I couldn't get the timings for the bombs to go off as I'm going uh, up. I would get up and then all of a sudden it missed that timing and it would drop me right down. I couldn't get the bomb jumping going. So I was like, screw it. I'm going old school. And <laughs> I get that bomb jumping thing and it's back to how I was back in the OG Super Nintendo days. Heck you know, no, sweet. When, you're, when you're sitting there bomb jumping into places that you shouldn't go. <laughs> so, um, and then I started to run on Arkham Asylum. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How are you doing on that? Um, I want to be, you know, I love Rocksteady and I love the, the Arkham games. It has graphically it's aged. Okay. Control wise. It, it hasn't aged well. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's still fun. I mean, that's why they heavily improved it. Like the, well, yeah. the last four, three oh. other games. But I Arkham mean, versus Arkham OG, Asylum. Yeah, yeah but oh, yeah. it control wise, it's still clunky. It's kind of feels like honestly, you know what it makes me feel like is we play if you go from Resident Evil 2, the the new one, the remake, those controls would be Arkham Knight. The remaster of RE1 would be Arkham Asylum. It just feels <laughs> kind of tanky and not yeah. okay, as yeah. fluid and, and whatnot, but it still looks nice. Um, but yeah, and then it's the first game and it came out for PS3. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we get it. Funny story uh, about Arkham Asylum. Hmm. Hmm. The guy who plays the scarecrow in Arkham Asylum plays a very important character in Megaton Girl. Wait, what? Yeah, what? One thing for one thing, he plays the beekeeper who's one of our, our, our villain of the week characters. Um, but he also plays an important character in episode eight. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I got my good, my good friend, Dino Andrade, who I met f- through uh, a show we recorded back in 2019 called The Beach Buds. Oh, cool. He's just one of the sweetest guys I've ever met in my entire life. I love that man. Wait, when did you record Beast Buds? Beach, Beach Buds? Buds was back in 2019. Wow. That's, that's when I started working on, on like actual, like, yeah, like making Megaton Girl happen because I'd been Alejandro. developing it. I'd been developing it since uh, 2012, but then like, I'm like, you know, 2019, I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'm making it happen. Yeah. And it's, and it's because of the beach buds. It was that whole cast. They made me want to make shit. And so I did. Nice. Well, yeah, I bought a big bird in that show. His name is Alejandro. He's fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's yeah. actually, Dino's been in some stuff. Yes, he has. He's been in a lot of stuff. My yeah, I might have to say, hey Dino, come on, hang out with us. Um, but no, I mean, honestly, it's it still holds that like it still looks very good, especially for being a PS3 game. But just the controls are not as fluid as you would expect. They've gotten clunky them. now. They they feel clunky compared to what they used to be. Yeah, you know, they were great then, but I think Arkham Knight did so much more for it being mm-hmm. fluid and whatnot. Um. So yeah, other than that, um, and then going back and doing some levels on Sackboy. The boys have got me playing that too. Um, Sweet. So I'm 100%ing more levels. Again, nice. getting everything. Awesome. So the only thing I've left trophy-wise is the multiplayer stuff, So, which we still got to do that one of these nights here. Yep. So. But anyways, um, so for everybody that hopped on in um, even if you were looking, um, and then we've got, you know, Seth and TD Frost, thank you for, um, jumping on in and partaking in chat and whatnot tonight. But, um, 
if it's your first time here, thank you. And if you like what you heard, uh, make sure to hit that uh, follow button um, on whatever platform you're enjoying us on, whether that is Twitch Tonight Live or on a a podcast platform of your choice. Um, If you want to catch some more uh, back episodes, which, by the way, the upgrade has been done to the website. We talked about it. And Um, man, it looks good, baby. Oh, yeah. Yes, we have talked about it. Um, the upgrade is now done to the website. Um, we now have a contributors and guest page, um, for those that are interested. Um, you know, if you're just joining, um, don't know Austin's work, you can come on on here to crashinggamenight.com. Go to contributors and guests, just scroll on down and we'll just use there he is. As an example <laughs> and you can see all the different episodes. He has actually, yeah, baby. I for, I always forget that I was in episode 69. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and the whole meaning, and the thing is, what's funny is the whole meaning behind that title was the fact is we were talking about Roche's bike on Twitter. And then I was talking to, we jumped it to, well, what, what else could he ride? And then when I was like, well, a light cycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a whole inside joke thing we had going on Twitter at that time too. So um but yeah, this is um this is something that's going to continually grow out um as we have guests on. Um we'll include all their episodes so you can always check their back episodes, get a little bit of uh information on them, plus their social media handles, their websites, everything like that. So um yes. so that is done. That was a a, a long two-week project um for me. Um but this is that's the gift to all of our guests as a thank you um, for it's super cool in the, in the early time too is I mean even when you were on episode sixty nine we were still young at the time God think about that that was this is episode one seventy five wow wow so um, with that though um, thank you once again for those that are listening taking time out even if it's the first time so um, as always just please be excellent to each other. And stay frosty. Oh, yeah. That's right, everyone. Uh, So once again, it's about that time. We got to show our support uh, to the Black Lives Matter. Stop that Asian hate. Uh, Please support your LGBTQ plus community. Um, And let's just the women in our lives. And yeah. And, you know, Please, uh, please support uh, uh, our, our our female uh, uh, gender. Please, uh, our our ladies, our females. Um, they're going through it now. Oh yeah, and it, it, you know it, it's still crazy out there. But uh, you know what? Let's just take a breath, take a step back, and and just lend out a helping hand. Let's just be a little bit more compassionate and uh, and patient, oh, yeah. and uh, let's just try and be. Try and be better. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you. Austin. I'll love you, nerds. Jason's Jason's lines. Austin, thank you once again for for joining us. Sorry we don't have the couch to <laughs> Austin, thank you so much for joining. I agree. Congratulations um, I you on completing your yep, first so season. Much. Thank you. That's so amazing, much. man. Um, so with that, guys, I'll steal Theo's Thunder. TTFN. Tata for now. Peace out. Good night, everybody. See ya.